Imagine knowing exactly what your students are learning and exactly which steps you need to take next. Join us in Down With The Reading Quiz to craft meaningful and productive formative assessments that move away from gotcha moments of basic recall and toward assessing what your students actually can do. In this 30-minute free masterclass, we'll share three powerful assessment keys that work for any novel at any time of the year. Head to shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to sign up, and we'll also send you a free workbook to keep track of all your notes. Once again, that's shop.bravenewteaching.com slash masterclass to nail formative assessments forever. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Marie. What are you up to later? Want to join me for happy hour? I'm all in. And guess what's amazing? Our listeners and friends of the podcast can also join us because Brave New Teaching Happy Hour has officially launched. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. We are officially hanging out a little bit longer after school with an extended extra private podcast feed just for you. Yes. Members of Happy Hour get extra 15 minutes of the podcast, give or take, because you know us, we run a little bit long. It's just kind of how we are. But if you would like to get in on this Happy Hour action, please join us. It is only $5 a month. Head to curriculumrehab.com slash happy hour and get yourself signed up because when you're there, Amanda, tell our friends what we do every month for our Happy Hour members. I think my favorite part is coming up with a new free resource for our listeners every month. And then we pretty much break down that resource and how to use it. We also like to have guests on to do extended episodes and even Q&A that's just for you about that resource. It's really exclusive and super private just for you. So if you are like us and you like hanging out, you like chit-chatting about all things that are teaching, teacher life, and everything under that umbrella, join us for happy hour and we will see you there. Bye. Bye. Well, hello and welcome back to Brave New Teaching and welcome to our fourth and final episode in our The Best Thing I Ever Taught series. You have already heard us talk about, what have they heard us talk about? Do you like how I've already forgotten? Last week, they've already heard us talk about everything. everything. We talked about assessments last week. The week before that, we talked about group work. Before that, we talked about gateway activities. And today, friends, we are here with the piece de résistance, subplans. Let's talk about subplans and the best subplans that we have. You know what? And I think what it's going to come down to, and maybe we're going to make everyone wait until after the music, there are hacks. You know, like yes. I think what I want to share is versatile, but it's based on some very principled hacks around subplans. Because listen, I have been in some dicey situations mm-hmm. as listeners for a long time know, there have been a lot of extended absences in Amanda's life two of which including jury duty, two maternity leaves, and then just regular, I need to take a mental health day. So I am a professional at being gone and having to write subplans and a professional at coming back and wanting to just never take another day off because it was more miserable to be gone yeah, than to be there. Brutal. Yes. So I feel like I've distilled down a couple of my hacks for the people. Full disclosure, listeners, we were talking about, okay, what are you going to talk about? Okay, what am I going to talk about? Because that's like the extent of our prep for an episode. We just kind of like chat it out for a second and then we just get going. If you couldn't tell, it's pretty off the cuff. We realize that we do the exact same thing. We do it in different ways, but like these these like hacks, these principles that Amanda is talking about, we it's, yes. It's wonderful. It just once you get them under control and you kind of make them work for you, it is great. 
We want to mention before we go to the intro music that if you've not already had a chance to register for our free masterclass down with the reading quiz at the time of recording, it is coming or at the time that you're listening to this in real time, it is coming up very soon in just a couple of weeks. We are relaunching our free masterclass with uh, live Q and A's with us. If you're listening to this at a different time, you can still totally get your eyeballs on our free masterclass down with the reading quiz. It is about our three key strategies for making formative assessments work for you in the way that they need to. But if you can join us for this revamp with the live Q&As, it's just a good time. If you've already seen Down With The Reading Quiz, we say, please bring some of your teacher besties and make it a little party. We're going to be running it live a few times in a few weeks. Um, And so just head to the show notes or head to curriculumrehab.com slash masterclass. And you can see the different days and times that we're going to be there live. And we are excited about that. So I just wanted to make sure we keep forgetting to say it when we're doing different things. So we had to like push it out there at the beginning of the episode. Is going to be zappity. Listen, I don't even know. what. Pretty sure that's a Michael Scott quote. I don't. I, I'm going to give that to you because I never heard that one before. And I'm normally the one that says weird stuff on this podcast. So that's what it's going to be. Yeah, so you know what else I have to say? Cue the music. You're listening to Brave New Teaching, and we are so much more than a podcast. We give teachers the inspiration, support, and tools to challenge the status quo. I'm Amanda, and I'm a former English teacher from Illinois. And I'm Marie, and I'm a teacher from Southern California. Join us at bravenewteaching.com to find out more about our courses, festivals, and get every episode's show notes. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. plans. Number one, like, I feel like there's like, it could be like a Trident commercial, like 10 out of 11 teachers agree that sub plans are the number one stressor in their life. It's true though. Right. It's true. And that's why we're here to tell our favorite, favorite, favorite yes. ways of doing it. In a pre-COVID it. world, I, it was hard pressed to get me to write sub plans if I didn't absolutely have to. My philosophy on that has changed. My attention to just, if you're, if you're sick, be homesick has changed. So let's talk about our hacks. Go, Amanda. You're like ready. I'm ready. So number one, there might be a couple. I don't really have a list written down. I'm going through like a general bullet point list here. But number one is I don't try to make the lesson as if I was still there. So what I mean by that is I used to write sub plans that were me attempting to continue things business as usual. Let go of that. Yeah. Let go of that. Because business isn't as usual. So just like lean into that. Lean into that. That's number one. Number two is you need to be part of what Marie and I teach in curriculum rehab so that this is even more kind of brilliant and fluid. But my go-to lean on a sub day is a supplemental text that fits under the EQ. So if you are teaching an inquiry-based model, whether it's English, social studies, math, whatever it is. And you're not going to be there, but you know that your students are in the midst of an essential question unit. You can teach any text, anything under that umbrella, and it will still feel connected. They won't know the difference. They're going to think, oh, this was the next thing in the lineup because this does connect to everything we've been doing. And you are yet again, an evil genius yes. because 
you set that up for yourself. And if you're planning inquiry-based units, you probably have a list of supplementals that you wanted to do anyway. So you might just move things around. You might pull from something that you didn't think you'd have time for. And now look, you have got time for it. That would be the hack. And then I think number three would just be the delivery of that. Um, For me, my go-to platform is Edpuzzle. I almost always will pull Edpuzzle because of the, I guess, number four hack is that I can time yes. exactly how long the lesson will take. So Maria's nodding her head. I'm stealing all the thunder. No, These are not. all her ideas too. No, um, it's fine. This works. But that's the format, right? Pull a supplemental, right. put it on a platform that you can monitor, generally speaking, like that you know it will take the full class period and that the sub doesn't have to do anything other than monitor and you're in really good shape. So I will add to each of your four and then add a five. Okay. First, remove yourself from the equation was, I think, the first thing that you said. Like, it bears repeating because we feel very responsible. We teachers feel very responsible. And you know what? It's because we are responsible for all the things all the time and all the feelings of all the people and all the grades and all everything. It's, It's true. We feel it because it's actually true. So, The places where we can remove ourselves from the equation are going to be the places where we can be the most successful at taking care of ourselves in order to come back and take care of everybody else and all the things all the time. And that is a philosophical shift. Like that's going to, you're going to have to be okay with that just being a shift and maybe being very hard with yourself and saying, it's okay if I'm gone, I'm going to be gone and life will go on and everything will still be successful. And it might fall apart. And it's all going to be a fluid sort of a thing on a continuum. Oh, gosh, what was number two? Supplemental? Yes. So when you are designing curriculum that is within an inquiry-based approach, you're going to have a wealth of opportunities to be able to find different texts that go along, like Amanda was saying, with the topic, with the question, with a subtopic within your question, et cetera. And even if the kids go, wait a minute, this isn't what we were, she said we were going to be doing today, or wait a minute, this isn't what we were working on yesterday. Oh, we must you know, be doing something different because there's a sub. So what? It still fits in. You can still get back to whatever it is you were just doing when you get back and students can work on something that's still propelling them forward and still, it could be a last minute plan and no one's any the wiser because it still works for you. Three was the delivery for students. Yep. So Amanda uses Edpuzzle. I nine times out of 10 will find either a video on YouTube, which is essentially what Amanda's using Edpuzzle for, or I like a podcast actually more than even a video. I like a change in media. I like that a podcast, I can give them different timestamps with just prompting questions so that they're taking notes and analyzing as they go. I can give them analysis to look at like the mechanics of a discussion because those those are always those skill-based entities that are like floating around in the classroom. And so this podcast can be discussing the topic that we're looking at, but they're analyzing discourse, right? So like I, and again, the timestamp situation, I can put specific timestamps in there so that even if they're not going to listen to the whole 30-minute podcast, they're moving themselves to those timestamps in order to be able to answer questions, do analysis activities, et cetera. Number five, quiz them when you get back. Yup. Quiz them with one of the formative assessment keys that we talked to you about in our masterclass down with the reading quiz. Give them a Sesame Street quiz. Give them a one pager. Give them a paragraph chunk. Give them, what are the other ones we talk about? Some other things. Like get, Those are the main ones. Yes. 
I give them a chunk of whatever it is they were supposed to have watched or listened to to annotate for you. Seeing and the first time you do that might might be a crash and burn situation, and that's okay. Sometimes kids crash and burn, and then they learn. Like then they figure it out and maintain the expectation always. And if they crash and burn the first time, then that one is worth half the amount of the next one. And then this isn't something that's completely out of the ordinary. They're used to taking assessments in your class, right? So give them an assessment that they're used to. Then that expectation is with everything they encounter, whether you're there or not, it is all testable material because it's all teachable material. And it's not necessarily plot or content based. Your question could be, so how does this new piece of information address or add complexity to the essential question as we have answers now? Right. What do you get now that you didn't get before? Prove it to me with evidence. The end. Yes. And that is good teaching. That is good teaching. Number one, taking care of yourself. And number two, keeping things on a trajectory that makes sense, have high expectations, but are still reasonable. And all you have to do is truly choose your approach, whether it's an ed puzzle, whether it's a podcast, whether it's find them a video, an article, a short story, like whatever that approach is that you're going to be deliverable into like the hands or screens of students, choose what that's going to be and create yourself a template or two. For my podcasting one, I literally have a a podcasting sheet that I can just make into a PDF that kids can manipulate through Cami. So if I know I'm going to be gone ahead of time, maybe I'll print it out and they can handwrite with it. If I know that I'm going to be gone 20 minutes before school starts, I go boop, boop, beep, beep, bop. That's how it sounds when I type. Just like Uh that. And I put it through Google Classroom or Canvas or whatever it is, and they have it. Boom. This just makes me want to write a sub plan. I mean, it makes me want to take a day off, but... (laughs) there's that it's it really you know and marie and i are kind of talking about this as this like streamlined simple hack and like we're you know we're aware yeah Yeah, we hear ourselves and i know that there are funky situations where you have to be gone on the first day of a unit or you've got to be gone in these weird times and like you know just sometimes the days are trash can days right But And we're okay. These strategies, this like five-step approach that we've got here is to limit the trash can days as much as possible. It's also patent pending. Patent pending. No more trash can days. That's what we're going to call it. No more trash can days. We're workshopping the title. It's going to be a thing. No one would know it's for education, but it's fine. Absolutely. You know what I would like to do right now is I would like to open up to our listeners. What are some of your strategies? As you're listening to this, I guarantee you do pieces of this. Like I guarantee you have things like this that you either forgot that you do, uh, haven't done in a couple of years because of COVID changing the game, or you're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. I should totally do that. We are going to be around on the social media. Send us an email or DM us on Instagram at Brave New Teaching and let us know what you do. Or actually, better yet, record yourself talking about it and tag us. And then we can share with the rest of the Brave New Teaching community even better what this looks like. Like what telling yourself it's okay if I'm going to be gone looks like. What strategy you like to use and how you like to deliver it to your students. What a quiz is going to look like, et cetera. I don't work for Edpuzzle, but I do want to just put out there into the world (laughs) one more time. There are lots of other things you can do. Actively Learn does Edpuzzle types of things too. But what I really do like about Edpuzzle is if your school subscribes together, you you have a school hub 
of school created ed puzzles. So like if you work on a team, we talk about this a lot in our collaboration series, but if you are finally like part of a team that's rocking and rolling and working together, you can start building a bank of these that are available and useful, um, as a team, right? So like, you don't always have to even make it, it might already be made by someone from your team. And you can kind of build those over the years. I know that a lot of schools too are kind of going to e-learning days versus snow days. Like this is the same kind of thing that works beautifully for that. Because especially when your state, you know, wants proof of time learning. um, I think this is another great Things I just kind of have in your in your piggy bank, a piggy bank toolbox. Piggy bank. Mixed I think a piggy bank is going cuter. on here. Your piggy box. Um, your piggy box. Oh, that I took a turn. Right. That took a turn. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the perfect asynchronous approach, right? It is. Yes. It is. Okay. But I think sometimes we forget about it now that like yes. quote COVID's over. It's definitely not the quarantine over. of COVID is over. <laughs> but it's it really is like that easy and that good. And I just I don't know. Go team. Yes. Go team. Go teaching. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Friends. We better let them go. Absolutely. Share with us your strategies, your takeaways, your aha moments. Make sure that you sign up in the show notes or at curriculumrehab.com slash masterclass for the down with the reading quiz masterclass that is upcoming or going on all the time, depending on when you're listening to this. We really hope to see all of you at the live ones because we get really excited to interact in real time. And if you've been here for a while, we, you know, we're at the end of a series. Thank you for being here. If you've listened to all four, you get a gold star. Congratulations. Ah. And we would love you to take a minute over the break to sit and leave us a review. We just cherish reading them. Yeah. Um, you can be honest. You know, we, we still have one out there that is a one star. I thought it was hilarious. I went back and reread it the other day and I thought, man, this, this person just called us basic, like on episode three, it was, it, it was, was rough, funny. but um, yeah. So, and Marie and I continue to interrupt each other. So we're, we're taking your feedback as much as we can without our personalities just being what they are. Anywho, <laughs> we'd love your review as honest as you want to be go for it. But really this community just keeps growing and we love it. And those reviews help other teachers find all of us here at Brave New Teaching. Absolutely. We have some really fun things in the works, friends, that we cannot wait to tell you about. And uh, we're going to go actually get to work on them now. So thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Brave New Teaching. We'd love to keep the conversation going over on Instagram. And while you're there, check out the links in our bio for the most up-to-date events going on in the Brave New Teaching community. Thanks for being here and have a great week at school.